Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am chatting to you today about a topic that I thought was very timely, given this is being released at the time of year where we're kind of like gathering with family and things and topics can kind of come up that like irritate people or maybe stuff's happened through the year and then you're seeing people and it's like how do I like be around these people and when they've really annoyed me or etc 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 so I'm going to talk to you about how to disagree with kindness because everyone's entitled to their opinion okay you would have just experienced a whole year where people are talking about freedom of speech and freedom of choice and freedom to choose and freedom of just freedom in general, (laughs) okay? So I want to talk to you about how to disagree with them when you've got a completely different stand on things. So there is a quote that I wanted to read to you. And it is probably one of my most favorite quotes in the whole entire world. And it is, Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. It's by Rummy. That is the only place that you will be able to disagree with someone with kindness these whole labels or these beliefs that someone is right and someone is wrong is what is creating so much divide. And, you know, there may very well be someone that's right and someone that's wrong, but when the disagreeing is happening, it's happening because one person believes one thing is right and the other person believes another thing is right and they both believe what they each think is right is wrong. (laughs) There's a riddle for you. So... How do we navigate this, especially like in a family environment where we're around people that we disagree with? You have to go to that field. It's like, you know, imagine back in the day when they battled with swords and everything like that. You know, imagine the two armies coming up against each other and just standing there facing each other ready to go. And the two leaders come in the middle and they jump off their horses. Imagine them just throwing all their weaponry down and then just walking out to a field and going, okay, No one's right. No one's wrong. Tell me where you're at. Tell me what's going on, how you're feeling. Sitting in that space of non-judgment, of curiosity, of what is going on. Like, how how can I step into your shoes? How can I see it from where you're coming from? How can I get to that place where I can really inject myself into you and really see it from where you're coming from so that I can understand step one empathize step two actually empathize you don't even need to understand it you just need to empathize maybe then understand where the beliefs have come from why they feel so strongly about it why they feel so strongly that you are wrong and then open the conversation with the question are you open to seeing it from my perspective are you open to me sharing with you it's everything it's permission based 
It's not, I'm going to tell you this. Well, this is how it is. Well, this is what I thought. And you should know how this has affected me. That kind of stuff is just going to achieve zero. If you sit, like, imagine those two, you know, warriors, right? One of them sat there very calmly and the other one was like, well, you know what? You did this and you did that. Like just going off. And then the other guy's sitting there and he's like, right, I'm going to get my sword, jump back on my horse. My men are going to kill your men. Good luck. Thanks very much for like not even joining me. Or, you know, the one that starts ranting is probably like, I'm not listening to you. Either way, there's going to be a war. Okay. So it's really, really, really important to take these phrases into your vocabulary and imprint them in your brain so that you know when a situation comes up where you're going to be having a conversation or you're going to be around someone, especially when it comes to family. There are so many families fall apart, honestly. It's not bloody Hallmark cards and all these TV shows where they make you think that all families are like happy and blah, blah, blah. So many families are dysfunctional. They have stuff happens because it's called life, different opinions, and they fall apart. And it's because we are not given the skills at school or anywhere else for that matter on how to have a conversation and deal with uncomfortable emotions when they come up in a constructive, peaceful way. I mean, hello, you've only got to go and look how the politicians behave in parliament. It is disgraceful. Like when I watch them occasionally, I don't make a habit of looking at them. But when I do and I see them in parliament, I'm just like, this is seriously what you call leadership? This is the best you've got? Like evolve for God's sake, like evolve. We don't need to be standing in a parliament yelling at each other through a microphone saying, you did this wrong. I watch it and I'm just like, oh, this cannot be what leadership is. This cannot be the leadership of millions and millions of people. Is this seriously the best we've got in the day and age that it is now? This cannot be like all that leadership is. And I have had times where I'm like, I'm just going to be the prime minister one day. I'm just going to fix all this and I'm going to go in. I'm going to teach them all how to communicate properly. And I'm going to set the example. And then I'm like, oh, hang on. Businesses run the government really, don't they? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'll be better off growing a really big business and then I can influence the... Anyway, that's me in my like save the world little dreams that I have every now and then. But so much can be fixed by just permission-based questions when you're having uncomfortable conversations and preparing yourself before you go into the conversation and going, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to ask them to share their perspective with me. I'm going to ask them to explain where they're coming from, what's going on. And I know when I ask that question, I know that I'm going to disagree with 99% of it. And I know it's going to stir up emotions with me. I know all of this and I am going in knowing this so that I can remain calm, so that I can remain open. And because there is a little part of me that would love to be wrong. I'd really love to be wrong about my stance. I'd really love to be wrong because if I'm wrong and I'm open to being wrong, then I can say sorry. Oh, gosh, I know, like taking responsibility. Let's not do that. No, but seriously, if you have that calm conversation and you're in a calm headspace and you don't have cortisol shooting through your brain, you can be like, oh, man, I have actually contributed to this and I'm really sorry. 
there is nothing more powerful than a genuine, genuine, heartfelt apology. The healing that someone has the power to bring to a person, to a situation by truly, truly apologizing and meaning it. And apologies, just FYI, they don't have a but at the end, okay? (laughs) A true apology doesn't say but. There's no but in it, okay? No but at all. A true apology is 100% owning, taking responsibility for what you've done, and that's it. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. So being open to the fact that maybe I have got my wires crossed here. Maybe I have got communication wrong. Maybe someone that has told me information has given me the wrong information and I've taken that as the truth. So, you know, like just be open to that. And then when you have those conversations, sit down, listen to them and then ask them, are you open to hearing my perspective and be prepared to share your story, but in a way that doesn't bring them down. So, even if you are 99% sure that what you have is the truth, Starting that conversation with a, well, you did this and you did that, it's like pulling a knife out of your back pocket after they have put their armor down and stabbing them with it, okay? If they put their armor down, you put your armor down, including the sneaky knife that you've stashed in your back pocket. And don't talk about what you think they've done. Talk about how it made you feel. Even if they have come at you and they've gone, well, you did this and you did that, be the bigger person and just cop it. Just cop it. Because I guarantee you when they attack you like that and you come back and you turn around, you sharing from your perspective and you're like, I felt so betrayed when I found out this information. I felt so hurt when I found out that you had said this. Talk about your feelings. Talk about how it's impacted you. Talk about, I felt like you weren't interested in my opinion. I felt like that you'd listen to this other person and you were completely disregarding me like, uh, and who I am. I felt like totally misjudged because that's not who I am as a person. And you took this other person's opinion. Like, Talk about how you feel. I felt this. I felt that. So when you're talking about your feelings like that, you're putting you in the middle and then you're like softly coming in and explaining the situation that created that feeling for you. So, when you do that, there's no knives, okay? And it helps them to feel like you're not attacking them because you're talking about yourself and your feelings. And if you can approach a situation like that, you will have a lot of success. And there will be situations that come up where it doesn't matter whether you can have that conversation And you might be sharing your story and sharing your pain to your black and blue and they are just so fixed in their boots and they're like, I'm not going anywhere. This is my beliefs and you're not going to sway what I believe. If it gets to that point, you just say, okay, I'm really grateful that we had this conversation. Thank them. Thank them for showing up. Thank them for having the conversation with you. I'm really grateful. I'm really set with what I believe based on you know, my experience and what I've had, and I understand that you are with you. So, 
continuing this conversation isn't going to help you. It isn't going to help me and it isn't going to help, you know, Christmas lunch or, or whatever. So how about we just agree to disagree, okay? Because that's all we can do. There's no point in us keeping like attacking each other. Let's just both surrender, get the white flags out and say, we're out, we're surrendering. I'm not going on your side. You're not coming on my side. This is my belief. This is what I'm sticking with. I'm not going to budge from that. Neither are you. That's fine. So there's no point. We can end the pain right now and just agree to disagree and just have a nice Christmas lunch and just not, let's just not talk about it. I, I give you my word that I'm not going to like talk about this to other family members and I'm going to have a really nice day. Are you happy to do that as well? Just something like that. It's obviously good if you have the conversation before your family lunch or whatever, not at the family lunch. It doesn't have to be difficult, but this it requires emotional maturity. It really does. And it just, again, not taught by institutions, not taught at schools, not taught anywhere. It's not demonstrated anywhere. Like I talked about the politicians before. Look at the kind of behavior they demonstrate. You have to go and research independently and find people that are talking about this kind of stuff and giving you skills so that you can listen to something like this and go, okay, right, okay, I can navigate this now. I feel like I can go and tackle it, get on top of it and, you know, have a positive outcome and enjoy the event that I'm going to. Because you know what it's like if you go to those things and you don't clear that stuff, it's the white elephant in the room. It's there. Everyone knows it's there. You can feel it. Like when people say, you know, you could cut the tension with a knife. There is no physical proof that there is any tension there. That's all energetic. So if you've said that before or anyone has ever said that before, it's just proof. We are energetic beings and we can feel that kind of stuff when other people are around. Like you walk into a place and you're like, oh gosh, this just feels off. Like what's going on here? And then you find out that two people in the room have been at war and you're like, oh man, I can just feel that. Like the tension in the room is so insane. You can't see it. There's no proof that there's any tension there. None at all. You can feel it. We're energetic beings. That's, that's how we are. Despite, you know, the government and schools trying to convince us otherwise, <laughs> we actually are. So if you can adapt those skills and use them, you will find having those conversations a lot easier. And then even coming to the point of surrender, just making it peaceful, And then just dropping it. And then you might find if you do that and then you have the lunch or whatever it is and it might be that day, it might be a couple of months time, it might be you or it might be the other person that will come around and say, hey, you know, it was was really nice to have that lunch without, you know, the bickering, without feeling that tension between us. And I've actually had a thought about what you said and, you know, I, I might be wrong. Like I can see it where you're coming from and, you know, if you were wrong, you might go and say, well, actually I can see it and was really nice to not have that tension and you know I think I actually owe you an apology we've got to get the armor down we've got to get the swords down we've got to get people out of this space where they just want to attack and where you can be calm where you can like reduce the cortisol in your body you guys I've officially birthed my fifth baby and 
and this one I can share with you. Go to www.rosynerney.com and click on the Work With Me tab. Then find The Other Side Collective, my group mastermind coaching for women who are sick of being that ship that is safe in the harbour, who are ready to set sail and find their way across to the other side with a collective of women who are all committed to showing up and living their life on purpose. Go there now. I'm actually really, really big on reducing cortisol (laughs) because a couple of years ago I had adrenal fatigue. It hit me really, really hard and it's taken me two years to get my body to recover. But even then, my adrenals were so burnt out. I can feel them. If I have too much stress or anything like that in my life, I can feel them start heating up. I feel them on my back and I can feel the cortisol in my body and I'm like, oh man, I've got to like calm myself down really fast. Like I need to get on top of this because I just burnt them out. So I'm really aware of this now and I'm really big on teaching people how to, like the skills and what they can do in order to keep their cortisol levels down, in order to like have their adrenals not functioning, like pumping out cortisol 24-7. We want them functioning, but we don't want them functioning in a way that is detrimental to our body. And a lot of people operate like that because a lot of people are just stuck in fear and fight and even flight to be honest either way you've got cortisol going so i hope this podcast has been really helpful and i really hope it's given you some skills so that you are able to address that elephant in the room in a calm constructive kind way and you know worst case scenario if there's no resolution peacefully wave those surrender flags and just agree to have no tension on the day and to just put the swords down, take the armor off. And still, with that, agree to disagree. Because from that space, you will have peace and resolution eventually. It might not be in that day, but it, but it will come. But for, it starts with a conversation like that, a conversation that is out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing in the field. That is where the healing begins. I will catch you on the next episode. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it.